Hi, everyone, and welcome to audio note number 20. My name is Andrew Robinson. And as you know, we are delving into your narrative. And by now, you know that your narrative informs at least 50% of the way you show up every single day in every situation. And you also know that the other half is your nature. So before we get into the next tool that I've prepared for you in this journey, I want to point out a couple things that you may have already noticed. First, we've gone from the shallow end of the pool toward the deep end. During those early audio notes, your feet were firmly touching the ground. Uh, If you want to use a pool analogy, you were in the shallow end maybe up to your ankles, your knees, whatever, um, but your feet were on the ground. This portion of the self-ship journey requires that you are able to swim, or at least learning to swim, which is why I will remind you again of the importance of the activation triangle and the reactivity scale. That's why I began with those tools, so that you could gain familiarity with them and use them as needed. So think of them, if we use the pool analogy, think of them as the edge of the pool. So when a child is learning to swim, they swim to the edge, they don't swim any further uh, out than they can get back. So I wanna use that analogy uh, if you need it. And as you get through this, if you do find yourself getting on the outer extremities or crossing into the those activation zones on the reactivity scale and activation triangle, then I want you to go back to the edge. And from the edge, make your way back to the shallow end or even just get out of the pool for a while. Um, That's critical to this journey, just a little bit at a time, test and rest like we've talked about. Okay, so that's the first thing you may have noticed is that you no longer can touch the bottom of the pool. The second thing you may have noticed is that most people... Don't do this work. People are not necessarily doing this kind of intentional work with themselves, looking at their nature, looking at their narrative. Most of us by nature tend to live either willingly or accidentally unaware of our nature and our narrative. We have some sense that they're there. It crops up from time to time, but most of us tend to avoid it, which is what produces all of the compensatory behaviors that affect us and the people around us. So instead of gaining an honest assessment of ourselves, we hold ourselves together when we avoid our nature and our narrative with psychological duct tape. For a lot of people, it's only when things begin to unravel, things get really bad, or they suffer certain consequences that they begin to consider their narrative and their nature. Even then, some people don't. They ignore these disturbances on the surface of the river until they grow into enormous rapids. So think of this self-ship journey as the antidote to that tendency that I think we all have. We all put off the hard work. That's our tendency, which means we have to fight against that and do the hard work. So as you go through this process, you're proactively identifying defining elements of your nature and your narrative so when they come up you are not surprised by them and soon after this I'm going to introduce you to a framework that you can use every single day to work with yourself to bring together all of these elements and leverage the insights that you have gained during this journey and the insights that you experience and gain after this journey after you close out this self-ship journey 
So I just wanted to point out those two observations. Like I said, you probably have noticed these two things as you've gone through this journey. I just want to confirm that uh, so that you're not feeling like you're the only one that might be experiencing those kinds of things as you really begin to unpack your nature and your narrative, okay? So now that you've completed your life map, you have a snapshot of your entire story from birth up until today. It's a powerful tool that will often bring enormous clarity to the leaders that I work with. So one person in particular uh, that I was recently working with, we went through this exercise and he was reflecting on his story and he realized in a new way that he'd never considered how few caregivers he had in his narrative, especially in his early years, how he was really on his own and how he learned essentially to do everything by himself. He became incredibly industrious and self-sufficient. So he made these immediate connections as we were looking at that narrative between his story and the tendencies in his leadership. For example, he spoke about his tendency to do everything on his own still to this day. He really struggles to effectively delegate to his team or collaborate with other people. He just wants to do it all himself. So going away from his, what we call leader intensive, he identified this as an area of growth. He wanted to learn how to delegate more effectively. He wanted to learn how to more effectively collaborate with other people. So we spoke last week, actually, and he talked about how he's already seeing improvements in these areas. And in fact, his team has actually recognized and commented on it as well. So that's one of many examples that I could share of the power of just being aware of your narrative and how it could possibly affect you up until today. The point of this exercise, as I said in the last audio note, is to highlight the data of your story. Like the disturbances on the surface, we're gradually going to begin to consider how these events, how the data from your narrative could have affected you and created those disturbances. We'll look at that as we move on. But the point is, is just to identify the data so that like the CEO, you can also recognize that certain behaviors have their inception, not in your nature so much as in your narrative. They are reactions to your story. They are the disturbances on the surface of the water. That's what this portion of the journey towards selfship is all about. The specifics of your story are important. I'm not diminishing those, but we are most interested in how you've responded to these events, to these relationships, to all of the things that you identified in your life map. In this audio note, I'm going to walk you through how to now punctuate your story into chapters. We're going to break your story into bite-sized chunks. And I know in the last audio note, I said I was going to help you create your rule book, but I decided as I was thinking through it more that this actually makes more sense. And then I will get to your rule book in the next audio note. Okay. So when I say that we're going to punctuate your story, what I mean is that we're going to identify the natural breaks in your story. Your story is comprised of numerous chapters. What we want to do is find out where one chapter ends and another begins. All right, let's get started. So take a look at your completed version of your life map, and I want you to reflect on the events that you see and ask yourself how much they impact what came before them and what came after them. In particular, what came after them. In other words, to what degree did this event mark the end of one chapter and the beginning of another chapter? So you've already scored the event on a scale of plus 10 to minus 10 with respect to whether it was a positive or a negative aspect of your narrative. Now I want you to score it on its significance when you consider the degree to which it punctuated 
your story. Next to each event, I want you to put a number that represents how much this event punctuated your life. So a score of three or less, think of it like a period in a sentence, right? One sentence ends, the next one begins, it's not a huge break. A score of three to five indicates an actual paragraph break, and six to eight is more like the end of a section within a chapter, and a nine or ten is the end of a chapter and the beginning of another chapter. So again, you're scoring the significance of the event by how much it punctuated your story, which is different than what we did previously where we were looking at where it scored on the scale of triumph to tragedy. Now I want you to draw a vertical line to indicate those breaks as you move from left to right across your life map. So now that you've identified your chapters, you're gonna print and complete the tool for this audio note, which is called a chapter map. And I want you to print one for each chapter in your story, okay? So right now, just to review, you're looking at your life map and you have a set of vertical lines that indicate the chapters in your story. Depending on the events in your life, depending on how old you are, you may have five chapters, you may have 10 chapters, who knows? But you should have these vertical lines that indicate breaks within your story. So now you've punctuated your story. So you'll see on the top the directions to the chapter map. And what you're going to do is identify the narrative components that comprise each chapter chapter of your life map. Of course, you are the main character in the story, but every single chapter that you identified is like a story unto itself. It includes all of the major narrative elements like setting, plot, tension, crises, triumphs, tragedies, supporting cast, all of those different elements. Take the time that you need to complete one of these for each chapter. So remember that I challenge you to own your own nature, those unique tendencies, those passions, those gifts that God gave you. And I talked about how there are times where you may want to be someone else. You may wish that you had their nature, that you possess certain aspects of who they are, things that you lack. In other words, there may be times where you don't want to own your own nature. You actively want to disown your nature in favor of someone else's, right? The same is true of your narrative. There may be things on your life map and in those chapters that you wish you could change, things that you wish you could erase, things you wish that you could take back. You may wish in that sense that you had someone else's story. Nature and narrative envy are a normal part of life. But true selfship requires that we do the work that's necessary to own our own story and our own nature. It's yours. It's no one else's. You may not like certain aspects of it, but it is yours. It has shaped you into the person you are today. There are no mistakes. Your attempts to disown your story and your nature are the things that produce the very reactions and tendencies that hurt you and the people around you. They undermine your leadership, they undermine your goals, they undermine your aspirations. That's why these are so important to identify, and then we can start looking at how you've responded to them. And this can be really hard for some people, but imagine reading a book or watching a show or a movie that lacked tension. You wouldn't watch it. 
Tension is what makes you root for the hero as he or she navigates the challenges of the story. If that wasn't there, you literally wouldn't watch it. And why? Opposing forces make stories not only interesting and meaningful, they are what actually make stories good. Look at any story, pick a favorite movie, pick a favorite Netflix series, whatever it is. Think about what it would be like to remove all of the challenging elements, all of the villains, all of the opposing characters. That's what makes a story worth watching. Your story is no different. Whether you've lived a relatively charmed life or you've experienced tremendous hardship, it's your story. It's no one else's. It's not your spouse's. It's not your friends, it's not your coworkers, it's not your employee's story or that person that you envy because according to their Instagram feed, they have an amazing story. And by implication, you don't. It is your story, and it's a good story, all of it, even the difficult parts, from your birth to this very moment. And in that sense, every single element is not just necessary, it is a good thing in the sense that it is part of your unique narrative and the person you are today, the person that you know, the person that your friends and loved ones know, would not be that person if not for all of these events, even the ones you wish weren't part of your story. As you grow to increasingly own your story, the self-ship process invites you to pay attention to those disturbances on the surface of the water And those are the times where your narrative will reveal itself. You'll see it in your perceptions of the world and your reaction to different situations throughout your life. That level of awareness and commitment to understanding the truth about your narrative will open up to you a whole new world of intentionality. In the next audio note, I'm going to walk you through your rule book. Whether you know it or not, you have one. You follow it every single day. It ties in with what we just covered, but mostly we follow this rule book without even knowing it. And the exercise that I'm going to introduce you to will help you clarify those rules and help you identify those rules that you want to continue to follow and those that you want to start breaking immediately. It's all with the same goal that you own your narrative. Okay, so that's where we're at in the journey. Again, just a quick reminder, pay attention. If you feel like you're too far away from the edge of the pool, swim back, find the edge, get out of the pool, or go back to where you can touch the ground. Really, really important in this entire journey that you're paying attention to your level of activation, your level of reactivity, test and rest. You're looking at these chapters within your narrative and unpacking these and gaining a deeper appreciation for all of the elements that make you the unique, amazing person you are today. But you don't want to stay there. You want to back off. And when I say rest, I'm talking all caps rest. R-E-S-T, okay? I'm talking about like whatever it takes for you to take care of yourself. And you know what that is. Give yourself the green light. If you test yourself, you absolutely deserve rest. As always, no matter where you are right now, no matter what you've been through, no matter what your chapters and your life map include, I am so glad that you are here. Take care, everyone.